You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Brian, it is now time for our Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. Uh, this is where we turn things over to our dear, sweet listeners for thank you their guys thoughts. so much. Yeah, yeah, thank you guys for everything. Really, yeah, we absolutely we we blew by our record number of downloads last month, so we are thank we're you. absolutely appreciative of you guys and everything that you do. First question here uh, from Stacy: Do you think the front office has any reservations about extending Ceedee Lamb? Um, Jerry's comments uh, on the other day was weird, but not sure if that was just Jerry being Jerry. Jerry had said so cd lamb was incredibly frustrated during the 49ers game it was it was not good body language he was he was unhappy there were some tense interactions on the sidelines at times um and mike mccarthy said he's pissed off that that cd's pissed off when we asked jerry about why cd was upset he's like well he wants the ball it's like okay well well who needs to you you know who needs to get him the ball what's the function of that he's like well look i mean every receiver would like to get more touches it's like yeah but you would like him to get more touches right he's like not necessarily I, I'm not saying that, and and it it was it was very interesting where it was just like no I, I I'm not necessarily wanting to stand up here and say CD needs to get the ball more when I think CD clearly wants the ball more. Uh, so Brian, do you think that's any sort of a negotiating tactic, or are there reservations about him, or or, or do you think that's just a little flippant comment, and and maybe Jerry was was just speaking a little off the cuff? I think Jerry off the cuff on this one. I think they really do like CD Lamb. Uh, I'm, um, I think CeeDee Lamb, I, I love the way he competes. I think he takes things personal. Um, I hate when he sulks, though. I mean, that's, you know, we, we all get mad. We all get upset. But, you know, he he needs to he needs to try and pull himself together and, and find a way. We've seen CeeDee Lamb before have bad quarters or bad half and then turn around in the second half and just light people up, you know, the way he plays. Um, I kind of feel like there's, I think there's a lot of pressure on CD lamb to get that contract. He saw, he saw Diggs get his contract. He's seen Terrence Steele get his contract. You know, to be honest with you, I thought, I thought lamb's contract would be the one that was probably the easiest to do. I I did too. I I thought Diggs was going to be the most difficult and, and maybe they weren't going to do anything with Steele. but you know, it, it's, as long as, as long as Lamb goes out there with the attitude is I don't have to be the highest paid wide receiver, and I could be in the top say eight when it comes to being paid, and it's a deal that he can work with, then I think the Cowboys will work with him. But if he wants to go out and reset the market and stuff, that just doesn't play into the wheelhouse of the Cowboys. But I do think there's a level of frustration that he knows that performing and getting noticed. That way, I mean, he's been highly successful, but getting noticed in the numbers and stuff equal 
more of a payday. And I think that's where he's kind of frustrated right now. We got several uh, questions uh, on this front from uh, Andy, Gordon, several people had asked about it. Uh, and that is the the expectation that the Cowboys are about to sign Rashawn Evans, the linebacker, uh, formerly from Alabama. He played with the Titans a little bit. Um, he's been, I know he was with the Eagles practice squad most recently. Um, just your thoughts on on Evans uh, as a player when he's coming out. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch him any since the the news broke. I know I remember that he was a a very smart guy. I, I got to know him a little bit during the draft process and then interviewed him a couple times. Um, very smart guy, loved football. Um, you know, he was, he was somebody who I think at the time, I, I mean, I know the Cowboys were very interested in at the time. It's just they had Vander Esch hire. Vander Esch was there for them when they picked him. Um, but any thoughts on Rashawn Evans, what you remember about him? Yeah, the, the, the one thought I asked, you know, my gang is seven. Uh, if if you're new to the broadcast, when I say Gang of Seven, I do this on the radio too, so uh, you'll know. Um, there's guys and gals around the league that are general managers, director of player personnel guys. Uh, they're the ones that watch all this tape. They help me with when I have a question about the workouts. They'll ask, "Hey, rank these guys in order of how you would uh, how you would uh, view them, how you would sign them, and and." When you look at uh, when you look at Evans, uh, he was on the top of my general manager list of you know, when they started talking about, hey, can you trade for a linebacker? Can you go sign a linebacker? Can you poach a linebacker? You know, I, I kind of go through all that, and everybody seemed to have Evans as that guy that you know you would go sign. the 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 common thread for him was instinctive linebacker. He's got some thump to the way he plays. So it makes a little bit more of a sense when you start to talk about uh, how they want to play their linebackers. We'll see this week with Micah's probably going to have to play some off-ball linebacker for you this week. Still kind of waiting for Damone Clark to have a game like he did against New England. I think there needs to be a little bit more consistency with his game. But with Evans, I mentioned the inst- uh, the instinctive way he plays, the thump, the motor, and, uh, and he's played in a lot of NFL games. And so they're needing that type of a guy because this is going to be uh, – I don't know if they're going to be able to do this with Malik Jefferson as much, but, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see how it all plays out. But I think you're going to see Micah Parsons play more off-ball, certain situations, maybe some edge. But they're, they're, him and Clark are going to have to hold things up, you know, until Van Der Esch gets back. Next question here from Mario. Uh, will the Cowboys have more success replacing Turpin uh, slash Goodwin on special teams or replacing LVE on defense? Um, so that's that's a little complex question. So yeah. Goodwin, because if you're coupling them together, the value of Goodwin and Turpin having to combine those replacements versus just LVE. Um, Goodwin is not just a great special teamer. Goodwin's one of the big locker guys. Um Goodwin is one of the only guys that that seem to be able to to kind of chat a little bit and connect with CD during the game the other day on the sideline. That was one of the guys that CD was actually sitting there engaging with for an extended period of time while he was very frustrated. Um, so you're losing an emotional leader, a great special teamer, and this is, for all of his faults, Kelvin Joseph was really good on special teams, so you've now yeah. lost two good special teamers. Um, and, and so that's a big loss right there. 
Turpin, I mean, I think Deuce Vaughn can do decent things in the return game. Um, I, I think they can find some guys to re- returns. I think that might know. be Rico Dowdle, but man, the question you now have about that. Okay. Uh, how many returns are you going to have a game with Rico Dowdle back there? And do you mm-hmm. worry about exposing your legitimate second running back to potential kickoff returns? Yeah. Those are the things you have to kind of think about uh, when you, when you're, but Vaughn could be, you know, Vaughn could be that guy. Uh, it'd be more of an opportunity for him uh, to be able to do those kinds of things. I, I think that they'll find a way to replace CJ. I, I do. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think they'll find a guy, McQuamu, somebody like that will, you know, maybe Scott, you know, somebody has to develop. Somebody has to step up here. You know, they've got plenty of defensive backs that can, that can play that role. So it'd be a good opportunity for, you know, somebody to 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 be that person that's able to cover kicks and, you know, gives you a little bit of leadership, uh, you know, in that in that area. But replacing Vander Esch more difficult than those two, much more. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. But, it, but okay, you're replacing him. You know, what's so what's so ironic about this is that it. By, was, by the way, are they? Do you think they're regretting? And maybe this is where you're going. Do you think they're regretting the Devin Harper release? Uh. You could always hindsight that thing. Sure. You, you could always, but that was somebody you know, they, they, they hoped to get. They could go get Jabril Cox. You know, he's on a practice yeah. squad. They could go get Jabril Cox if they want. But, you know, they, they decided not to do that. So, yeah, I, I think it would be harder. The replacement will be, will be Micah. And what's so ironic is that remember when Micah, his tank hurt his foot the week of the Charger game. And yep. that's when, and that's when Micah became pass rush guy. So now here we are, you know, they lose a linebacker. So Micah has to go back to being a linebacker, which is, it's unfortunate, but hopefully Dan will find ways to get him involved in the rush game as well. Yeah. And, and I mean, look, Leighton historically, he's not reached Sean Lee levels. Like when Sean Lee would leave, they could, they fell apart on defense completely. Right. Right. Um, it, it was incredible well, just how, how much he impacted Leighton yeah. Vanders isn't quite there yet, but he similar things tend to happen when he's not in there. That's the the thing I always worry about is Damone Clark because last yeah. year when Clark when Vanders was gone, Clark's play went down, and because Anthony Barr, you know, they they're just Anthony Barr was trying to survive games. Here's Clark trying to survive games, and so it just was a really a bad fit. I mean, this this team needs. Damone Clark to step up. They yep. re- they really 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 do. He played mu- played well against the Patriots. The other games he just has been okay. And but they need him to have one of these. They need a guy that's going to get you know you know eight to ten to eleven tackles a game. Be around the ball, cause turnovers. You know that's the thing about Vander Esch. I mean he's. He's instinctive. He's around the ball. He's a finisher. You know, there's a lot of things you, you absolutely love about Vanderesh. But man, they need Damone Clark to just all of a sudden the switch flip and then he starts making plays. That does it for us here today on the Love of the Star podcast. We appreciate you guys for joining us. Uh, you know, we a uh, little bit later this week, we had to obviously process through through all of that negativity and, and everything jobs else. robert that's your problem well there's that and plus i did have to go to a concert on monday it wasn't all ah, it wasn't all work there was there some go. play in there, there brian but there uh, i had to leave the concert early anyway i had to leave at like 
before the the main act got on there. So it, it ruined it. So it didn't matter. Um, for Brian Bradas, I'm Bobby Bell. We will talk to you guys again next time.